Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. What's good, man? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. And welcome to episode 99 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You thought I was going to count all the way to 90. <clears throat> I be goddamn. You get the drift. We've been around for a while. We're still here. We're still doing this thing. And I want to say thank you. I want to say I appreciate you. All the listeners who continue to listen, to continue to support, I appreciate you for being here through 2015, now through 2016, and we're looking forward to 2017. I promise you, it should be a better year. We have a lot, th- a lot of things coming down the pipeline, as I always say. We got a lot of things to look forward to. Before I even get into anything, I even thought the Cowboys was going to lose last night, and Cowboys were able to pull off the victory 17 to 15 against the Vikings last night. It was the most ugliest game that we have played to date this year against one of the top three defenses and we still pulled it off that's all i'm gonna say i try not to talk too much football because i try to cater to you know the listeners i don't want to talk too much football and the women don't want to hear it and i don't want to talk too much whatever and the men don't want to hear it so that balance but i have to represent and say hey salute to the cowboys we appreciate you and thank you to everybody who said we wouldn't be shit when dak prescott stepped on the field 11 and 1 so um I finished my last two tests this week um, at the University of Texas at Arlington, which means I am now a college graduate. (sighs) Clap, 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 clap. clap. Yeah. The crazy thing about it is, excuse the noise, I got the window open so you'll hear all the festivities and the activities that are going on outside of this complex. But graduating is a big thing for me. I always tell people it's never too late to go back to college and it's never too late to finish college. Uh, For me, myself, I'm a 34-year-old male who actually started going back at 30 years old and finished on a four-year timeline, um, which is the way it's supposed to be. Um, When I graduated high school, went off to Atlanta, thought I was going to play college football and stay doing that. Things happened, things changed. Came back to Dallas, started going to school, had a heartbreak, had a couple of setbacks, and I just, like anybody else, said, fuck it. Fuck college. I'm just going to go make some money. But then things changed. And then I had to get back out there and make something, uh, make a better life for myself. And going back to college was one of the best decisions I've made. Um, it's, I'm already reaping the benefits of it because a lot of times if you just have that you're in school on your resume, sometimes, sometimes, I want to stress sometimes, it gives you a better opportunity to get a job over somebody else. So um, I am ready for grad school. I'm applying to a couple of grad schools right now. So decided why stop now. Might as well go. I definitely want to teach sometime later in life. And without a master's or a Ph.D., you cannot do that unless you want to just teach high school kids. And I would really 
prefer to teach at a college level to catch uh, the young minds when they're flourishing right outside of their parents' home so you can catch them and restructure their minds to really help them become more open-minded individuals. So that's what I'm looking to do. Also, man, I want to tell people, if you like this show and you have questions about previous topics we talked about, hit us up at info at the Leave us an email or an audio message with your questions, and we will be sure to answer them or feature them on an upcoming podcast. So I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for me was pretty damn good. One of the best ones I've had in a long time. We did the family thing with my mom, my girl, my brother, my niece, and a few other people. It was pretty cool. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm from Texarkana, Texas, a little small town right on the cusp of Arkansas and Texas, definitely on the Texas side. I decided to go home this weekend. And I went home this weekend because my niece consistently calls me and she always calls and texts and says, hey, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? And not to be funny, I blow it off and I'm like, "Uh, you know, I don't feel like driving four hours to go back home. So I don't. But then I thought to myself, when I was younger, I didn't have my father around. I didn't have my uncles around. They came when they wanted to come into town. And when they came into town, I was not a priority. I always stressed that I want to be different. I want to be better than what my father was, what my uncle was, and so on and so forth. We get that. Even though I'm not her parent, she looks up to me, which means the things that I do or don't do can make or break her. So I went home this weekend, had a great time, caught up with my grandfather, caught up with uh, my niece, spent a lot of time with her. And one funny thing about family is when you really start going back down memory lane or they start pulling out those photos and of your uncle and your dad and start telling you stories, you realize no matter how far you try to get away from who you are and where you come from, you are still who you are and where you come from. So what I'm saying is I'm still Texacana. And anybody who knows me knows I have an affinity for women. I love women, all races, black, white, Hispanic, whatever the case may be. And I remember so many people always used to talk to me when I first moved here and be like, damn, you always looking at white women. It's like I love black women, too, but I definitely do find myself attracted to white women. But I'm telling this story because when I went back home and my girl was with me and my grandpa got to talking, and he was pulling out these pictures of my my uncle that played professional baseball and my uncle who uh, was in the service and my uncle who's a chief petty officer in the Navy. And every one of them at some point in time or even now, they did or they are married to a white woman or dating a white woman. And for my uncle Frank, he's actually married to a Japanese woman. Why do I say this? Sometimes you think you just like things or you just do things because, no, a lot of that shit is in your DNA. It's in your makeup. I have one uncle who loved photography. He never was a professional. He just took pictures because he loved it. I picked up that trade. I had another uncle who liked to draw. I like to draw. I draw. I'm artistic. I picked up that trade. And then my father, who has an affinity for all women and just couldn't keep it in his pants, I've been through that as well. So a lot of times... If you're not the type of person to go to counseling, go talk to your grandfather, your grandmother, talk to your parents and find out where you come from. Because those things, those hidden traits that you can't put a name to and know you don't even know why you do it. And you're in relationships or you're at jobs and you don't know why you do certain things. The answers are right in front of you. So to say all of that, it was great to be down there. It was great to um kick it with my homeboy Derek shout out to him and I always learn lessons when I go down there it put going to the country it puts things in perspective being in the city you see every time you go out you got to wear all of these you got to dress up girls got on makeup they got on eyelashes they got on weave they got on booty pads they got on breast enhancements with their bras I mean they got everything they got waist trainers they got nails done toes done and you go to Texas County and you see 
beautiful, normal, normal, regular people. I could never go back there, but I tell you, it's always good to go there and just be yourself and just relax. The whole weekend I was down there, I didn't wear nothing more than sweatpants and a t-shirt and a hoodie. And I felt comfortable. Nobody judged me. Nobody looked at me like I was crazy. It's just good to go home. It's just good to get back to your roots and figure out who you are and why you are the way you are. Again, man, we got a great episode coming up this, uh, this today, this week, today. Episode 90, I got Esther Calloway coming into the studio to do uh, the podcast with me today. We're going to be talking about everything from the 20 people, uh, co-workers in Tennessee who split the uh, $420 million after they won it. They got $250 million after tax. We're going to talk about her Thanksgiving stories. We're going to talk about the benefits of having kids before you're 20 or 25. We're also going to talk about, could you ever be a side chick? I want to hold that until she gets here because I ain't never been a side chick. Don't plan on it. So... I need her to talk about that. We're also going to talk about what's next for the fakes. We're going to talk about how important it is to graduate from college. We're also going to talk about Michelle Obama and how she's been called a monkey again. And does she really look like a monkey? I'm not trying to be disrespectful or rude, but are these these people on to something? It doesn't negate that she's still beautiful, but does she look like a monkey? We'll talk about that and more once we come back again. You're listening to episode nine of The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. Back, we got Esther Calloway in the building. What's good with you? What up, y'all? It's so funny that I just am I becoming like that. a regular? Hey, I want you to. <laughs> I have like two co-hosts. It fluctuates between you like and Beam Shaper. Okay. Hey, but you know what's so funny about it is people who not who who don't who are not in the studio to see mm-hmm. what we're doing. That little transition we did where we was like, hey, we got Esther Calloway back. Like they don't even know you literally just showed up and I waited an hour in between <laughs> doing the intro. Just walked in the door. <laughs> That's the perfect no part about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to dive right into a certain part. Like, okay. I'm going to go back. I just got to go look through these notes and fill it out. First of all, yeah. did you see the interview between Tommy Lauren and Trevor Noah? I have not. It wasn't that really. It wasn't really. I've heard about it, though. I've seen it shared on social media a P- few times. Yeah. I, Tell I, me, what's the gist of it? Like The gist of it is he pretty much was calling her to the carpet about everything she said about being a Trump supporter with him talking about grabbing the pussy and saying all these things. Mm-hmm. Um the biggest thing that I think the most important thing people was paying attention to is he questioned her about Black Lives Matter and why she feels like it's like a she damn near compared it to the KKK. Really? Black and, Lives Matter? You know what? But that's their comparison. Like yeah. I've heard that several times. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard that correlation. But she was like, well, you know, when they have these protests, you have looters and rioters and people who do this and that. And he was like, OK, but he was like, let me give you a prime example. And I'm paraphrasing. He was like, if I'm a fan of the Tommy Lauren show, mm-hmm. The Blaze, mm-hmm. and I go kill somebody or do something that Trump would do or that you would do or say to somebody that caused a riot. And I said, I'm doing this in the name of Tommy Lauren. Right. Does that really associate with you? Yeah. You may not even know them. He's like, what I'm saying is there are people who have a different agenda, but they blend in with the crowd to get a certain space or into a certain space right. to do what they have on their own agenda. But it doesn't mean that they're connected with, you know. Yeah. And then Black Lives Matter is just a blanket statement. That's a blanket like statement. I mean, now it's an actual organization. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just a blanket statement. Like That's you it. don't you don't really say I mean if you feel pretty much if you black 
You gonna say Black, black lives, lives Matter. Matter And it's some white people in other, That other, are still saying that That are still saying Like Black yeah. Lives Matter I mean good for them But I'm just saying If you yeah. are black You are automatically included In Black Lives Matter She's very ignorant to me though Is she? She's so, I've never really seen she's her very, show like that She's smart She's very intelligent But she's very ignorant And some ignorant people Ignorant in what way? In, ignorant in like that she's and the fact that she speaks and she clearly can't know what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. She's only 23, 24 years old, maybe mm -hmm. 25 at best. You come from North Dakota, South Dakota, which one of those? Yeah. If they're not teaching about black history in real America oh, here, they're definitely not. not teaching it out there. So at your age, you ain't had time to read all these books or go back and watch all this stuff. So, so is she like arrogant, like ignorant and arrogant? Yes, basically? like almost oh. like she knows what she's talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. And knows what yeah. she's talking about about everything. Yeah, about so she's everything. not really trying to learn. Exactly. So mm -hmm. it's one of those hard. And what I feel like it is, is I feel like it's the producers that write up the script or the, you know, like a content curator right. and they pass it down the pipeline and she just does it. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because that's really how radio goes. Goes. A lot of people, like myself, I research my own stuff and I come up with my own opinions. Right. If I had a producer doing this for me, it would pretty much be the same thing, but they would pretty much for not force feed me, but they would give me the agenda or they the put narrative. It in your that face. I, right. Exactly. They give you the narrative. And, but, yeah. but I mean, if it's her show, like it sounds like more people are, sur she's surrounded by more of the same, basically. So she's surrounded by surrounded by people that are like her yeah. so they're going to feed her content that's similar to what she would normally be exactly. saying so she's good with that yeah. like she's like oh yeah it's but so she cool needs people it. around her that's going to be super real yeah. be like you on some BS yeah. right now but nobody's going to do that and then like he you asked her he, exactly and he asked her he's like do you feel like you're mainstream media she was like no he was like you have over a million views and followers you don't consider yourself mainstream media she's like well I don't figure I don't I don't consider myself mainstream media in the what did she say in like a in a true sense and he was like what do you mean he was like well she's like What's i'm on he, she was like i'm on television but i'm not like on nbc abc type news shows mm -hmm. he was like but you have a million viewers it doesn't matter what platform yeah, you're comparison. on mainstream means you have over hey, 500,000 yes. viewers and listeners yeah. that are really reaching out to you. Right. It, it Which, just, I mean, it goes back to why so many people like her support Trump because Trump is an idiot. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's ignorant. He's yeah. smart as well, but he's very ignorant. And, and the ignorance comes from not recognizing the necessity of a filter. Yeah. Right. So you basically say something and you think it's right. And you think it's right. And you don't you're not like gaining knowledge or information. You're not surrounding yourself with people that are different. And she said and Trump is reasonable. He's what? She said Trump is reasonable. Oh, and gosh. Trevor Noah was like, you think Trump is reasonable. She was like, well, you could either you could either vote for Trump or you could have voted for Hillary Clinton, a person who lies and Bill, you know, and she just in Yeah. And then he asked her, so if he, you know, she was like, you always got something to say about Black Lives Matter. So if protesting is not the way to get your voice heard, mm -hmm. if rioting, what these other people are doing mm -hmm. that you say they're doing is not the way to get your voice heard. It's if peaceful protesting is not the way, if kneeling like Colin Kaepernick did by himself in the corner, what if that, right if the, and that's what he said. And literally he asked her that three times and she would always be like, well, Trevor, you know, Colin, he could have did. And he was like, no, I'm not You're asking not you what he, question. I'm asking you what is the proper way? Since so many white people always got something to say about people protesting, what is the right way? Because she basically called them crybabies. Yeah, I don't think there is a proper way, but I do believe that protesting should be like 
it, it, processing should be the the final step. That's like you know what we've tried everything else, yeah. and now we're about to like shut it all shut the it way down, down on y'all. It, 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 it needs to be strategic. I mean, if you does, ever watch, it's always the first point of contact. It's like protest. Yeah. Let's go. Like, but think about think about thing. Selma. When have you did you ever see Selma? Mm-hmm. And you remember and you remember that time when when Martin Luther King was sitting in the room with his people that he was brainstorming with. Yeah. And they were like, hey, what places can we go march? And they were like, Mississippi, uh, Alabama, this place, that mm-hmm. place. And it was like. They said one place, I don't know if it was like Biloxi, Mississippi, and it mm-hmm. was like they have a real rude uh, sheriff down there, blah, blah, blah. And Martin Luther King was like, that's where we need to go. Because mm-hmm. we need to bring this message to these yes, people to catch them reacting in the way that we're trying to show America. Because at that time, stuff wasn't on TV. Right. Television had just started kicking off. Right. So he was smart enough to say, let's go for the dude that's doing this racist stuff in his town. Let's yes. put this in his that's face. Blatantly racist. Let's blatantly like, racist. Let's put it in his face so we can catch him on TV so the North and the East and the West can see what we are have to endure right. down and here in the South. And they can actually see us being hosed down and exactly. dogs attacking and us. And I don't and... think we think strategically like that. And right. then we are so quick to put somebody on a platform like, who is this McKesson guy? What's his name? I don't D- know. I've heard a lot about him. He's with, I don't know if he works with Black Lives Matter, but uh-huh. he works with a lot of other DJ okay. McKesson or something. Uh-huh. Cool dude, got a whatever, but it's like, it's somebody like him that came out of nowhere. And I'm not saying he's not doing anything great because right. he seems to be doing things great and he has a platform. But a lot of times what I've been seeing around just being in Dallas, a lot of people want change, but they're not doing it for the right reasons. Right, and right, then, right. then what type of change too? like, what, what kind of change are you having? Yeah. I mean, you got people on Facebook, like saying all this rhetoric. I mean, they, you, I feel like you can go too far, meaning you got people that it's okay to fight the good fight, but you can't fight the good fight a hundred percent of every day. Right. Meaning some people, you know, they'll have people on social media saying all of this stuff and trying to sound all educated, but it's like, you got to do more than just be on social media, man. And fighting the good fight is like a really long process. It's a fucking long. It's like, it probably won't change until we dead. Yeah, exactly. So like fighting the good fight doesn't mean that today I fought the good fight and tomorrow I'm going to be like chilling. Like, no, you better pace yourself. Yeah. You have to pace yourself. You have to be consistent. You got to plan. You got to strategize. You got to know that right here, I'm going to feel like I'm I'm, I'm going to get burned out. So what do I need to do to supplement that? Like those are all things that you, have to i was thinking about even black friday which is so interesting like the history behind that day but I what was is th- it so it is um there were there were two wall street um uh billionaires basically that yeah. basically like collapsed wall street yeah. back in like 1869 or something like that right yeah. so it's two different stories one of them says that black friday is the day the slaves were sold which you know that that story doesn't have any weight to it yeah. like it's just like a urban Smart. myth right <laughs> but the other uh, the story that you can actually track is that there were basically two people that bankrupted wall street and so uh what happened was that whole year after that occurred yeah. like all of the businesses were in the red yeah and the only time that they got in the black was the day after thanksgiving, thanksgiving. because that's when people started shopping Start, yeah. right so it became black friday right but even in the it like with everything that's happening in our culture and black lives matter and all this kind of stuff like it was a it was a point where everybody was talking about like protests and we're gonna take back our dollars and blah 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 yeah. and i'm like that's the day yeah. that really makes a difference because it, it's consistent <laughs> even even now that was in 1869 but yeah. even in 2016 yeah. that's the day that most businesses prosper right yeah. like they always are like black friday yeah that whole week actually yeah. after thanksgiving yeah. right and so it's like that's the day that we should have been like sitting our tails down intentionally yeah. and blacking it out and saying nah we good Fuck but a it's, what gift. are we doing Hey. We out there in them stores on 
running over people trying to snap baby dolls and, like, and, oh and, and spending money that you don't have oh my god i just got through talking to somebody the other day i was like i know a lot of these bro- i know a you lot broke. of these broke motherfuckers i know them and yes. i see them on social media out and i'm like they probably balling with negative a negative account they in the red the red so fucking deep. do you hear me i they know in the red. man i've known people who live on i get paid on this day yeah, paycheck to paycheck yeah, and I'll, I'll let that little i'll let that two nsf fees get covered when i get paid yeah. which means you're already losing money before you even get paid the next yes, time yes and you are funding the banks yeah. because th- th- look we were just talking about ol which yeah. is my dude yeah. right so i took uh for thanksgiving we took a road trip to see my family in arizona and y'all drove I, to arizona we oh my gosh Oh shit! Fourteen and a half hours. I needed like, three regular movies and three pornos. <laughs> I needed. I, I need a wet dry. I had my daughter, and my little cousin in the car. I just got. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually good though, yeah. like just to get out of Dallas yeah. and like see different scenery and see the oh, mountains yeah. and like all that type of stuff. It was very clearing, um, but. I took OL's book, right? So oh, Payday yeah, Proverbs. Yeah. I did Have see you. Read you. It? Yeah. No, 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 no. But I saw oh, you take a picture God, of Anthony, it. Oh, my God, Anthony. You got to read. All yeah. of your listeners, you need to read. If if you are currently in a paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, yeah. you need to read this book. It's called Payday Proverbs by OL Buckley. Um, and it's 21 keys to get out of the paycheck to paycheck, paycheck yeah. mindset, right? Yeah. And so he talks about, like like how the banks are basically being funded by our NSF fees and like the things that we think we're not gonna like oh we'll take care of that later like you're basically paying interest on your bread that's unnecessary so you're basically being broke before you even get your check I know them credit cards I I, I could send $300 to a credit card and they only take $80 and put it on the the amount yeah because everything else is interest yeah I'm like what the fuck that's why with my car payment I pay the shit ahead of time Mm -hmm. and people always say well why do you pay ahead of time this is a this is a financial lesson for people buying cars. Smart. Very smart. If you got a five year, let's just say you got a five year note. Mm-hmm. The first two years, for the most part, you're going to be paying interest. Mm-hmm. So let's just say your 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 payment is five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then your APR rate or your interest rate is like seven. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. When you're unless your credit is just shit, you don't have to accept that. Right. Like. Like right now, I think with this car I have is like three point four. Before that, it was like three point two. Yeah. Anything on the under five is really good. Mm-hmm. Anything over five, yeah, credit is jacked up. And and it's a pyramid scheme with with cars. Like you really don't start paying more on your uh, principal until about the third, maybe mm-hmm. three and a half, almost paid out pretty much. Mm-hmm. Because the most part, like you said, you're paying interest. Yeah. When you get an APR rate, when it when annual percentage rate, when you mm-hmm. look at that and it's twenty seven thousand dollars on that sticker note, God. sometimes they haven't even added the interest that they're going to add on to it. So, so let's just let's just do the math a little bit. So you you the car is worth twenty seven thousand dollars, but after you finish getting a five year plan, five or six year plan for it, you may you're going to end up paying what? Maybe thirty two. Thirty two thousand dollars. That's why. Like, that's $5, why a lot over. of people think that when they get that sticker price, that's it. Mm-hmm. No, you mm-hmm. needed to read. I know a lot of people don't like to read those contracts where it's like, even if it's like 10 pieces of paper and it's front to back, mm-hmm. you need to read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could talk more about finances, but I wanted to, I had talked to somebody the other day and they were talking about Michelle Obama mm-hmm. um, with people saying that she looks like a monkey. What are your thoughts? Cause I'm going to give you mine. You're probably not going to like my First thoughts. of all, First Lady Michelle Obama is like the epitome of a woman class and, yep. and beauty and like she is Smart. the black Jackie O to me. Like yeah. she is just she's just on her she she on her stuff, man. Like actually one of one of my friends just asked me the other day, like if you could choose uh three people dead or alive to have dinner with, who would yeah. they be? 
And it was Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of my mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like, you know, dead or alive or whatever. I was like, Michelle Obama. He was like, not Oprah. And I'm like, nah, because I, really I, like, I, could, I could literally get Oprah's, like, the gist of who Oprah is yes. from watching her shows Show, yeah. or interviews or whatever. Yeah, she's been in saying? the game a long time. Yeah, she's been in the game yeah. a super long time. So I know where she is. Yeah. But with, with Michelle, she's just so, like, not even secretive or private, but she's just, like, you don't. It, there's a threshold, yeah. like of as far as how much yeah. access you have to her in the media, in the media. media, and so being able to like talk to her and sit down and like, like she was Obama's mentor, like that's yeah. where she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it ain't, it ain't like you know she should be lucky. She with Barack, like no, nah, oh, Barack nah. should, he should lucky. be lucky that. He got Michelle Obama. I know it ain't all about looks, but that that, that picture they was holding. She's holding. beautiful and she's fine and she's killing she, and she's smart. She like, got a bunt cake. It ain't just a booty. So that's stupid. a bunt cake. Now, in my opinion, I love Michelle Obama. I second everything you mm-hmm. said. She does kind of look like a monkey, but she's attractive. Wow. She's attractive to me. I still. guess we all look like monkeys. That's what I'm saying. That's why <laughs> I'm like every it, black person looks like. That's a what monkey. I'm saying. We got big lips. We got big nose. Yeah, that's, and, it's just derogatory when it comes from a white person because you know you know they're speaking from a, a, a hurtful place right, exactly. and a disrespectful place. Right. But she does look like a monkey, man. Well, okay. I mean, I guess we all do then. I mean, not to be funny, look at, I mean, shit, uh, George Bush does too. You seen the motherfucker? <laughs> white. And wh- albino monkey. <laughs> white men. Have you seen monkey's ears? Uh, and have you I ever mean, seen- I guess I have, but maybe I need to look at White men. men. Got monkey ears. What, after the age of fifty, after age of look at I just got the Vogue magazine in the mail, and I was like, "This heifer right here." She's still just, fine, but she does. I mean, she don't just, look uh, like a monkey, but she has features and traits. What? Okay, okay, okay. When Let you me pull when you pull up it up and turn around, and then you got to pull up an orangutan, a regular orangutan, yeah, orangutan or whatever that little monkey where you watch the TV shows and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind. I don't know the black one, the one that everybody sees, but that one in an orangutan. <laughs> She has those features. I'm just saying. A lot of people just think and be, and you know, they get mad and be like, oh, how dare? Because they are doing it from a place that's disrespectful and it's derogatory. Okay, okay. Now, I'm pulling up an orangutan monkey. Turn it around. Let me see what it looks like. Michelle does not. Turn it around. Let me see it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I see you scrolling. <laughs> I'm trying to get a good picture because some of these are just like. Ain't no terrible. good picture when it comes to a monkey. A monkey. That's not a monkey. Like, nah, come that, on. Yeah, that's a bit much. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a bit much. I, that's a bit, go to the, the, the other monkey. Yes. That's a bit much. Go to the other one. Let me see what we got. My mouth feels numb. Like, I feel like I just came from the dentist. I, I, I feel like he needs to go to the doctor or something, dude. Like, this, just, this is not good what the fuck? for you right now. I ain't like, smoked, I ain't drank nothing. Come on, dude. Like, really? That's the regular black. See, that ain't it. <laughs> that don't even look real. But this is what they talking about, though. Like, what, what they talking about that. that, that, that not that one. That's a bamboo. That's a baboon. I'm talking about like that one. She, okay. Okay. Not, so this is like a chimpanzee, I think, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna screenshot this. Y'all can't see what's happening right now, but yeah. I'm basically just screenshotting the, like a little baby monkey, like the one that Michael Jackson had. Yeah. 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 That's the one that you talking about, right? Hmm. And then I'm going to pull up Michelle Obama, it's First gonna, Lady Michelle Obama. I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to be a lot of black people mad at me for saying that. But I hey, mean, really. I'm almost kind of upset that you agree with this foolishness. Well, I ain't agreeing with the white people from the place in okay. which they're bringing it. Now, that's her. That don't look like a little... That, she don't got a little monkeyism in her. What? Like, what looks Go back monkey-ish. to that picture, man. Let me bring it up. Let me show it to you. Go back <laughs> to that so picture. Go back right to that now. picture. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Because I'm telling you, it's there. Like, who does this? Okay, all right. That I got that. Look at her mouth. Look at her mouth. Of course, it don't I look exact. No, I could see it probably more in like her, this like part, this, like and the the, yeah, the like, eye, not and the then eyes, but like the little the brow that goes, and then look around the nose, like in the cheek. Look at that. Go back to it. Uh huh. Now bring it back over. See how she smiled. You but the me. fact that you even said the brow, it's something <laughs> but just, there. But that's us, though. Like that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't have an issue with it because, and then not to be funny, they said we stem from apes anyway. Everybody. That's a lie. They don't stem from no darn apes. Hey, I don't know. I, I went back there with evolution. God created all animals and oh, humans. Oh shit! See, you lead us saying. right into the next. And you know, we didn't even try to make that a segue. <laughs> <clears throat> but I did. But since we but own since it. We I was talking to my mom the other day mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I finally finished my classes. So I'm graduating December, Woo! December 17th. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> this motherfucker got keys. <laughs> that ain't a sound effect. That is not a sound effect. <laughs> that is not a sound it's effect. It's going to sound like it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to my mom and she was like, you know, oh, you passed your last test. And the reason she said that, and you know, I like to be, I like to be honest about yes. things that I talk about because Brutally. somebody else may be going through it. Right. I ain't going to even lie. I really didn't do much work this semester. Okay. I had a lot of work to do. I had to pick up the slack on the podcast. Photography mm-hmm. picked up, you know, working 50-hour weeks, you know, with my 9 to 5. So mm-hmm. I didn't really pay a lot of attention. A lot of tests, I just I skimmed through them. I did them. Okay. So I but looked you up. Passed. So I looked up, and I was like, fuck, I got a D. Mm, in one of your classes yes. oh, how many classes did you I was take only taking one. one I only needed okay. one to graduate okay, okay. so I got I had a D and I was like fuck because I, I, I hadn't even paid attention to the class to mm-hmm. sit down and be like mm, okay mm-hmm. I just I, I'll be honest I took it for granted and I was mm-hmm. like I'm a smart I'm dude good. whatever Yeah. so I checked it out this past week and it was a D and I was like fuck and she's like you can pass with a D and I was like but I don't want to drop my GPA mm-hmm. from like a 3.3 down to a 2.9 2. because I got a D that's a big hit yeah. but the thing about it even a 2.9 people don't understand 2.95 is basically an equivalent of an 84 average which is still okay. not bad. Right, it just sounds right. bad when you talk. Really over two point five, you you passing. passing. Well, yeah. actually two point I mean, yeah, two point because a two point is a C. Okay. It's like a seventy. Okay. So I'm I'm taking I'm looking at it. and I'm like, okay. And the reason I, I had that issue too is because I didn't take the second quiz. Mm-hmm. It was due at noon. I thought it was due at midnight, twelve midnight, not twelve noon. Gotcha. So I took my my the last test I had. I made an A on it, mm-hmm. so it, it bumped me to like a 69. Nice. Then okay. I emailed the professor, and I was like, hey, I know I missed quiz two. Had a lot going on, whatever. She was nice enough to allow me to do it. Didn't even study for this motherfucker because mm. it was due that same day. Mm-hmm. Made an A on it, boosted me up to like a 74. Nice. So I was like, okay, graduated Woo! with a C. Finally graduated, told my mom. And she's like, look at God. And I said, why is it looking at God? Look at me. <laughs> what you mean, God? I did this. It's so selfish. I did that this. That is so selfish. He woke me up, I thought. That is hey. completely selfish, so, Anthony. So it leads me to the issue or the question of, do we give God too much credit and give the devil too much blame? Mm. Personally, I think we do. Mm-hmm. Because everything that's good, we say, thank God. God bless it. Mm-hmm. Everything that's bad, we blame the devil. Even if, even if it's something that we decided to do. Okay. But didn't God create the devil? Didn't Absolutely. He, didn't he kick him out of his house and send him down here? Yes, he did. Ain't that God's fault? Is it God's fault that he kicked Satan out? God know he's an all-knowing God is right. what they teach us, right? Right. Well, he knew this shit was going to happen. He knew that if he oh. put Lucifer out here, the nigga was going to run wild. <laughs> if you put a dog in a in a dog house with nothing but female dogs, and he, he, he going to fuck. Well, the, the thing about it is that in the spiritual sense, like, 
when even before Lucifer was kicked out yeah. of heaven, mm-hmm. right? He was like the top eight angel. He was, top he was dog. like he was a top dog, yeah. right? And so, so what? What God created was the opportunity for you to know yeah. that or or have the desire mm-hmm. to be above that, basically. But which is where Lucifer yeah. went wrong because he said. I, he was envious, basically. Yeah. Envy is was num- the, yeah, number the number one, one thing, thing that kicked him out of heaven because he wanted to sit on the mercy seat. You understand that? Like, that's where Jesus was. Yeah. He wanted to be the son. Of, he wanted to be the one that was like, oh, yeah, everybody I'm the like one. That, yeah, everybody got to come through me, basically. Yeah. And so he was jealous. And because of that. He wanted to be Jesus' hype man? He No, he didn't want to be Jesus' he hype wanted man. To be Jesus. He, wanted he wanted to Jesus be spot. Jesus. He wanted to sit on the mercy seat and say, like, I'm I'm part of the Trinity, basically, right? Like, I'm part of this, like, fold. And he didn't have the opportunity to do that. So what he did was he convinced. Mm-hmm. This is how smart he is. Who, the devil? He, yes. Oh, oh yeah, my he gosh, is he's so smart. He convinced a third of the angels to come with him. Because what happened was they basically said, like, Jesus came down mm-hmm. and he had to have the earthly experience in yeah. order to understand. That's what why he God was took him at 33. He was like, boy, you can't be down here you with these hoes. Yeah. Oh, no. So can't be down here with these hoes and this he weed. Was here, he was and down wine. here with the whores and everything else. He was actually ministering to them, like, yo. Could you imagine? Look, the woman the at the well was a whore. Yeah. She was, she was a mistress. I bet he got, I bet God got on Jesus' ass when he turned that water into wine, though. <laughs> no. He probably said, look at her, nigga. <laughs> Look at her. You getting out of hand. So stupid. I can't deal with I'm you. I'm just right saying. You probably was like, hey, hey, let me talk was, to you. But that was one of his first miracles. Yeah. That was his first miracle. Can you believe that? Like, so the he, first miracle so you could blame Jesus, Jesus on alcoholism. No. You can blame alcoholism no. on Jesus. That's indulgent. No, you blame that on, on Satan because it's all the about indulgence. See what I'm talking about? Look it's at look at that. Look at but look at that. We gave God the glory for making it in the wine and we right. gave the devil for the indulgence. But God turned it into wine. Yes, he did. But he got, he turned it into wine to enjoy it, not to be overly indulgent in it and to be. When I'm drunk, drunker. I'm enjoying it. No, you're not. When you're drunk, you're drunk. When That's you when true. you're drinking, when you, that bed starts spinning, it. when you when you get drunk, you don't even taste it no more. When, it the, don't even, when the it bed like water. when the bed's spinning, that's when I'm asking Jesus, please, Lord I Jesus. won't do it again if you get me out of this situation. <laughs> I won't do it again if you get me out this situation. Well, I'm just saying though. But think about that. We do do that. We'd be like, if you go out to the, uh, if you go to your mailbox right now, and if it's a check in there for eight hundred dollars, just a rental. But what if that check was supposed to go in somebody else's? Now, what if that check is a bill? Right. What if it? What if it's a bill? That's they added too much interest to something on that, and you like the, the devil. devil. He know I ain't got this money. <laughs> Lord, how you gonna get me out of this? The devil brought this to me. How you gonna get me out of here? So, I, I agree, though. I think that we do give too much credit to we give too much credit to either or when really we should be giving credit to source. Right? Sor- so, yeah. so you give credit to source, and then you understand where you are in that process, and realizing right? the potential that you have if you apply yes. yourself. Yes. That's how but, I look at and, it. And, and even in your potential, though, I think what's important is that it's it's so important to stay connected to God. Like, how do you do that? Because you know I'm not a church goer. How do you stay connected to God outside staying, of church? In your I, opinion? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I don't think that I, I don't think that God God is just in church. Yeah. Like, 
like church is really to be honest with you even from the biblical standpoint church is really intended to be a gathering of like fellowship people. Yeah. it's supposed to be fellowship yeah. right so it's not supposed to be the only place that you go and experience god mm-hmm. you're supposed to experience god every single day when you wake up in the morning yeah. like you are you embody god yeah. you know what i'm saying like without without god without your spirit yeah. you are nothing you dead you flesh yeah. you, dead. you know what i mean like you don't exist right now so do you we agree that god gave lucifer the diabolical platform the diabolical platform. I think that he gave him the platform to be his opposite. Like, I think that it's necessary to have opposite. What would you do if we make it, if heaven is real? Mm-hmm. Not if, it is. But I'm just saying, I got to say if. I got to okay. play devil's why? advocate. I got to play devil's advocate. <laughs> but, that, see, why you got to play devil's advocate? Hey, That's the saying. point. Well, Jesus, he was the all being, so <laughs> he don't need no advocate. Okay. The devil yeah. was trying to be okay. his advocate. Go so, so if you make it to heaven and, and, and let's just say heaven is real and you mm-hmm. make it to heaven and God said, this was all a test. Mm-hmm. I, I sent Lucifer down there to see the way minds worked and what made people tick. Mm-hmm. Was it the good? Was it the bad? And would you be able to choose to live in the middle where you, you know, like right. you got you the, got, yeah, you got yeah. the left on the guy on one shoulder, the devil on the other shoulder. Right. The reason I'm not a big spiritual person, but I never forget. And I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast, but mm-hmm. when I used to go to full gospel uh, back home in Texarkana, Ooh, you was full gospel. I was full deep, oh, but man. the one wow. message that has always stuck with me. And I think it's still a legitimate message mm-hmm. is uh, the, the, the pastor at the time he's passed away, but it was Paul Cannon jr. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, a lot of people always question God and holiness. And if, if God is right, if Jesus is right, as Christianity is right, right, because you have the whole debate of white people gave Christianity or introduced it to slaves to keep them in line. Right. But he said, what if God, let's just say he ain't real. Mm-hmm. Everything that's in the Bible, it says don't drink too much because, like you said, bad things happen. You're right. sick or eventually you do it too much too long. You can have liver cancer. Right. If you smoke too much, you know, as far as nicotine, you can have lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have sex, you can have a baby out of wedlock. You right. can get a disease, whatever, whatever. He was like, so even if God is not real, what are these morally good laws doing to your life that's making it not making it any better? You uh-huh, know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So he was Absolutely. like, but what if God is real? And you don't do any of of these things. You don't abide by any of these rules because at some point we all break the rules of the Bible. We're in flesh. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, what if these things are real and you don't even try to do these things? Because one, these are not, I'm not saying all white people, but white people, a lot of white people I know, they don't believe in God. Mm. They don't believe in a superior being. Yes. In a patriarchal society, which means it's male uh, ran. And normally that's tied and connected to talking about white men. Mm Mm-hmm. What if it what if it is though? You have a lot to lose if it is real. Right. But you also have a lot to gain if it's if, I mean it, you have it, a lot to lose if it is real and you have a lot I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> you get what I'm saying if you listen. Right, Cuz it I wasn't going to go right if I said you got a lot to gain if it ain't real. No, yeah, not really cuz yeah. if you die you have no house in heaven you or whatever. You have a lot to lose if it's not real. If it's not real. And you have a lot to, to gain, gain if it, if is, it real. is real. If it right, is real. Yeah. Right. Cause you do, cause I'm like the only and thing. And really, I don't you don't like, really have a lot to lose if it's not real. Because I would, I would rather live my life in consciousness, right? Which mm-hmm. is really what 
what biblical yeah. teachings is about. That's Be really a morally what Jesus, good person. Yeah, yeah, that's what Jesus is about. It's not Jesus is not about religion. Mm. Like I think that a lot of people get that misconception that it's like, oh, you believe in Jesus, you religious. Like, yeah. no, it's not about that. Not religion. It's about yeah. knowing who to emulate, yeah. right? And so everybody has mentors. We talk about that all the time in business. Yeah. Who is your mentor? Who are you? You know, even even in businesses, it's like you need to be trying to emulate somebody that's already doing already what you're there. doing. Yeah. And when you look at the life of Yeshua, which yeah. is his real name, his yeah. name is not Jesus, it's Yeshua. When you look at the life of Yeshua, he So it's he, not pronounced Yahshua? No, it's Because you know Yeshua. some people do it, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeshua. Um <laughs> like he emulates the life that gives you clarity mm -hmm. on why you're here. That's really the point. Like the point is to figure out why you're here and live in that every single day of your so life. So let me ask you a question. When mm -hmm. I saw my niece on around Thanksgiving, because mm -hmm. you know my mom is spiritual, religious, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I we got on the conversation. Too. I met her at uh, the speakeasy. Oh, the speakeasy, yeah. yeah. She cool. So she crazy. <laughs> she is. So my, my niece was like, Do you believe in God? And I was like, Yeah, I believe it's something bigger. Uh -huh. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I was I like, I, believe, so, uh -huh. I said, I, I believe in something bigger. But she was like, Have you ever spoken tongues? Have you ever shouted? Yeah. I was like, No, I haven't. And mm -hmm. I remember when I was like 14 asking my mom, What is God? Mm -hmm. And what, it, like, and when you're in a church and you grew up in a church where you see people shouting, and speaking in tongues. Right. So for people who may listen, shouting is basically like dancing in it's the Lord. It's, in the it's like, yeah, dancing in the spirit yeah. and speaking like in tongues David. is like, it's like somebody speaking a whole nother language pretty yeah, much and you don't understand it, but it's a language between you and God, God right. and it's having a relationship with him to have that. Yeah. The reason I've never known my mom to be fake, mm -hmm. but I literally, when my mom and dad got divorced, she really started praying hard. And I remember that. And I remember mm -hmm. sometimes being outside of her door and I would hear her speaking in tongue when nobody was around. Mm -hmm. I was outside playing. She didn't even know that you she were She didn't listening. even know I was there. Right. So when, knowing that who my mom is and knowing that she's not fake and I'm getting chills just talking about yeah. this, but yeah. I remember being outside the door and it was like, and I would hear her speaking in tongues and I remember opening the door and she was just on her knees on the side of the bed praying. Yeah. I couldn't understand what she was saying, but I remember asking my mom, how do you do that? And she was like, I can't explain it to you. It's right. just, I feel so connected to what I believe in mm -hmm. and what I've been taught. Even after being out of full gospel, she's still that same person. I've went to right. church her at the Potter's house and TDJs could be preaching and the spirit moves and it ain't even like dun, 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 and music. Play. Yeah, it yeah. just, it's he'll just say sweeps. something yeah. and she just speak in tongue. I don't even want to act like I know how to do it because I don't right. want to play about it. Oh gosh. Let me yeah, tell you, know you what I'm like, I, I grew up, my dad was a pastor for yeah. 40 years. I grew up as a PK and a we, preacher's kid for those who yeah, don't know preacher's that. Kid, and we played church all the time, but they and, hated that. Oh my gosh. But you know what was so interesting is that my dad, um, even, even in his leadership, mm -hmm. like as a young kid, he would always tell us like, come like don't don't feel like this is something that you cannot cannot obtain, obtain right yeah. and, and that's and that's salvation that's mm -hmm. what he was talking about mm -hmm. and salvation the scripture uh says that you know as long as you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that jesus has risen from the dead exactly. then you shall be saved and so it doesn't it doesn't go into you got to do this you got to do that you got to be this you got to do that yeah it's just a blanket statement that says do these two things Believe and confess, and you're going to be saved. So he was just talking about salvation yeah. in general. But he used to always say, keep getting saved until you get saved. Yeah. So so keep keep coming until you get what you actually need from God. The church I went source, to, you couldn't from... make no mistakes, though. And, and that's, that, that's that was so, like you The way it was where I grew <laughs> up was if you confess with your mouth and your tongue and in your heart that God, Jesus is your Lord and Savior, yeah. Jesus Christ, you were good. Because... 
you go and you say when you confess that that means you believe that unless your mind unless your mind changes it's kind of like me dating black women Uh to simplify it's like me dating black women and saying oh you said all the way down down. and being like hey if i love black women i you know i will always love black women but let's just say i had a couple of bad experiences and then later on in life i'm dating a white woman it don't mean i don't love black women or feel the same way about black women. I just try something different. So with religion, when you believe in God and you ask God to be your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, if you do something wrong or do something different, that doesn't mean that you taking that back no, unless you've said it. But that's the way they made not. us feel. Yeah, that's and people was always coming down the prayer line trying to, uh, what is the word? Yeah, because you think that you're going to be like, perfect. Like that's not. And there's no such thing. There's no such thing as perfection. None. And guess what? That's exactly why Yeshua came and yeah. died for us is because of grace. You're throwing me off with this. You're, I'm you're sorry. Sure. No, that's, that's perfect. Oh, people need to know. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, that's why he came is because we all live under grace like there and is mercy. no perfect grace and mercy from the whatever person that you look up to as your idol yeah. whoever that is they have so many errors and mistakes in their lives so that many. you couldn't even count them with with all of your fingers and toes right and no, so sure. there's not there's not one person that's living on this earth that is absolutely perfect and yeah. that's why he came because he knows that <laughs> He needed to come yeah. because like even scripturally, and I'm not even trying to go into all this. No, but, no, but you're even, fine. That's but perfect. even scripturally, right? Before Yeshua came, God was a very black and white figure. Yeah. yeah he, he was very black and white in the dominance of yeah. who he was, right? Yeah. In scripture, right? So he would, if you didn't obey him, he would kill you. Like when you See, think of cities that, that, that didn't um that didn't agree or didn't abide by the laws mm-hmm. of God, they were destroyed. Yeah. Like he didn't have no grace. There was yeah. no grace. There yeah. was no mercy. There was the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You're gonna live by this, and if you don't, you're gonna die. That's yeah. just the end of the end of, end of discussion. I right? just think when you become logical or educated, it makes it very hard to believe certain things. The reason being mm-hmm. is because you always try to find the logic in something, and right. that's something that I'm guilty of. Right. And you see it, and you're like, well. And shout out to Ashley Phillipson because I know when she listens to this, she's like she loves she's like kind of scholarly about yeah. you know religion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if Gary was here, my old co-host, it would be great to have him because yeah. he's indulged in that too. Maybe I'll try and bring him back for a church episode mm-hmm. if he wants <laughs> a, to. You church know, episode. A church episode. He Let's may, not do church yeah. actually because I'm, I'm I'm like I feel a certain type of way about yeah. quote unquote church, church right now because we're not actually operating in where we're supposed to. be No, doing. we're not. If you were saying it's not that being you used don't go to for church the way, because. Yeah. Of your past experiences, yeah. that tells me Some that church right. is not in the right position. No, it's not. It's yeah. not in the right position in a lot of ways in, mm-hmm. in the format. I remember talking to somebody one day and they said, well, you can't be mad at church in the way they run things. Church is a business. Yes, church is a business, but oh. you should not become an institution so much so that I can't separate you from other things that I deal with on a daily basis. This is supposed to be a safe haven, a place to where you can come and talk about your mistakes and get guidance for it. But guess what? Church is persecution. Now when you actually file for church, it's nonprofit. Hmm. So it's not like church is not supposed to be a, a profitable, profitable quote situ- unquote. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a corporation. Yeah. It's a, it is a business in the structure because yeah. you have to have a head. You mm. got to have, you know, like these different systems yeah. that makes it operate and function. Yeah. But churches are 501 C three. I was in, I was looking on indeed.com one day for a job, not too long ago, probably mm-hmm. about two months ago. And I was mm-hmm. looking for just looking at jobs. Cause I knew I was about to graduate just seeing what's what. Yeah. And on indeed, it gives you like a basis, like, a, a average salary mm-hmm. for certain positions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe because I was looking at businesses, 
a pastor came up, like mm. not a pastor, but the salary of a pastor. Like mm. say for instance, if you're looking to be a cook, it will say, well, cooks in Dallas range from $8 an hour to $25 an hour. And then it'll show the median point of what right. it is here on, on, on churches. The average for pastors, it was like forty-five to eighty thousand. You don't think yeah. a nigga gonna go into that business? Forty-five to eighty thousand, and that's just right. That's just on the cusp of it. Yeah. That ain't how much you asking for in tithes, and that ain't even really talking about how big your church is that you're right. gonna be pastoring. Right. And I mean, forty-five thousand dollars is like that's a major salary. I mean, for a pastor, for a pastor, it's, it depends on the size of your church, basically. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not against like the church funding yeah. a pastor's life because. They are a hundred percent committed to ministry, but right? he need, that's what I'm gonna say. But he that's what I was about to say. But he needs to be, yeah, because where I came from, they you know, he didn't work, yeah, they funded him, yeah. But I okay, let me in prime example. I remember when my uncle died, my my grandmother got a settlement for like maybe like a million dollars, and she gave so that's much, a good settlement. yeah, but yeah, and she has none of it now. Because she was giving so much of it to the church and tithes and offering and things of that nature. So it was yeah. like, what are you doing to where you don't have any money left? And then what happened was she was paying tithes off that. Right. I've never been a person about tithes. You ain't getting. What? Okay. Okay. Let Let's talk about tithes a little bit. What do you think? What, what is the what is things the that of black tides? people don't do? Pay 10 percent of tithes. I and, don't. And do you think that tithes should only be paid to the church? No. Okay. The re- and, and that's why I'm, and the reason I say that is because I do tithe mm-hmm. every month, but mm-hmm. not to a church. Mm-hmm. But when you give something to somebody else, when you help somebody else out, when you allow yourself to humble yourself, to l- allow somebody to be beneficial from what you have, from what you give yes. and what you give to me, that's tithing. Cause tithing is all guys want God, in my opinion, all God and Jesus wants you to do, in my opinion, is do right. Yes. Do right by people right. and believe that there's something bigger than you. Right. And and know your own your own power. Know it. Basically. Yes. Yeah. And so so even with uh with tithing, it talks about the ten percent. But the here's the thing. The the scripture, the Bible is all about laws. Yeah. Right. And so it's not that you have to necessarily be a quote unquote Christian to in order to reap from the benefits of mm. these laws it's just laws like yeah. gravity like what comes up must come, must come down. down like what goes up must come down right yeah. and so you have the laws of attraction which is still biblical yeah. then you have the laws of giving yeah. and so basically it is better to give than to receive, receive so yeah. the more that you give I feel the good more when that I give. you receive yeah, yeah you feel, feel good, good about it right I feel good when I can help somebody yeah. yeah and so even with tithing what do you give and get to a the, the bible talks about bring your tithes to the storehouse yeah. Yeah. Store right. Yeah. When you think of a store, you basically think of people coming in and out. Come, people coming in, yeah. getting what they need, paying for it, and leaving. Yeah. So whatever store that you give your ties to, whether that and it's important to, like I, I just started processing this too because I always give to, and not saying that you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You should totally go with what the spirit is telling you. Yeah. But like people on the side of the road that you give like your little door change yeah. to, and like whatever. Yeah. Like or or it's some people that pay their tithes. Like I gave my ten percent to the person, the homeless the person corner. in the corner, yeah. right? But the thing about it is that as a smart business person mm. and spiritual person that's connected, is that you want to make sure that your money is growing for somewhere, you, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you want to invest your money into places that you know are going to be beneficial to other people. Mm. So if you are attending a church and you don't see any growth, yeah. it's not fertile ground. No, it's not. You shouldn't be investing that, your and money that, and into that. And that's what I was about to say because I know for us, it was so many things that was supposed to happen while I was at that church that never happened. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, the I was like, fund, well, ain't, yeah, ain't none got built. Ain't none got built. <laughs> 
Can I get a playground out here? Can I get can a slide? Can I get a door now? Can, can I, I get, get the lights fixed? But yeah, so when it, that's the thing that that bothers me. Um, I know you got to leave in a little bit, so yeah. I wanted to address: Could you ever be okay with being a side chick? And what if you didn't? And, it, and if you if you are or not, mm-hmm. uh, you could tell me why. Mm-hmm. But if so, what if you didn't even know that you were a side chick, and you found out that you were a side chick? But he'd been so good to you and better than anyone else that you had ever been with. Would you actually consider staying? Uh, no. So okay. one is we talked about this offline. I mm-hmm. have been a side chick. Okay. And um, and I knowingly, huh? Knowingly, or you found out about no, it? No, knowingly. Like I knowingly, oh, I was man. knowingly a side chick. That's the one I'm talking about. Honesty, man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Mm, hit him in the gut. Oh my gosh, this is so depressing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I have no uh, idea. But um but yeah, I mean, this is just me being completely yeah. honest with the listeners of uh, oh god. Hey. <laughs> the reality is you ain't the only This one. is the reality yeah. is that um I have been a side chick before. Um that is not a position that I want to play, right? Because in that position comes with so much defense. And it, like you're basically playing defense and offense that is just way too consuming. Um, and then not only that, but at the end of the day, when you're by yourself and you're home alone and there's nobody there but you and your conscience starts speaking to you, it's just not something that you want to do all the time. It's just too much. It's just too much negative with it, right? And so, um, so I have been a side chick, um, and it wasn't a ple- it wasn't a pleasant experience. But I would prefer. Knowing at the top of this relationship that that's the role that that I'm going to be playing besides you like lying to me and then me finding out a year and a half later. Like I'm thinking that with your husband potential and then you come and tell me that you got a family with five kids. Well, I know, man, I'm going to tell you like this. I think women are more okay. You're fine. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I just made a bum ass drink. But but I tell people all the time. I tell right. people all the time, I think women are accepting of it more. They mm-hmm. don't like to be called a side chick. And, you know, not, I mean, unless you sad, like ratchet. Though, I don't but want to accept it. That's, that's, women uh, are. You know how many times, like, even in my current relationship, mm-hmm. I have ex-girlfriends and people who hit me up and they like, hey, can we hang out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you I can call me, whatever, whatever. But it's like, when it gets to the point where they like, I, I'm being real, offering blowjobs and other girls that I may meet and they know, and it's like, you know, you can have sex with them. And it's like, are you sure you okay with this? Yeah. And I've been in situations to where, not to be funny, before I met her, when I was out there, I would have a girl that I'm messing with, mm-hmm. and then another girl would know about it, mm-hmm. and then they cool, and I'm like... It's too much. But they okay with it. But the thing that about me is I'll, be, I'll always be like, are you sure this is what you're trying to do? Because I'm going to tell you like this. If you're going to mm-hmm. be a side... Right now, if you're going to be a side piece, mm-hmm. you can come over here. When you're giving that blowjob or we have sex, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying to lay on me. Don't be trying to right. hug me. Don't be trying to sleep in my bed. Don't be trying right. to stay till tomorrow. No, a side chick don't. Re- don't you don't get those privileges that you know, a main what, chick gets. What's so interesting is that ain't no in sleepovers. <laughs> ain't no sleepovers. <laughs> ain't no slumber party. That's what I'm a title to. This uh, <laughs> ain't no sleepovers. You a side chick? Ain't no sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> like what? From my experience, and uh, and again, like I don't. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't tell anybody to take that position because yeah. it just comes with so much that you're probably not ready for it. Like when you when you go into it, yeah. the the at, at the end of the day, somebody's gonna fall for somebody. Yeah. Right? And so it's either gonna be you falling for someone that you can't have or him falling for you. And at that point that he falls for you, you're not gonna be interested anymore. Yeah. And that's happened to me more times than not, actually, where it's like Oh, we good. Like this yeah. is what we doing, and then you fall for me, and I'm like, I'm not it. Friend zone. Kind of don't want to. Yeah, take I'm stick more in. Than where we at right I'm gonna now. take. I'm gonna stick in the friend zone. I had a. I talked to a girl last night, and she's a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. but she always hears. She was like, hey, my homegirl told me, your friend told me to hit you up, and we know each other. She's like, but I, she told me you always give good advice because you're straight. Mm-hmm. So she was talking to me about this guy. She's like, yeah, this guy won't return the call. And I've, I I text him and I called him, so on and so forth. And I was like, stop, stop pressing him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, last time I heard about you, you was a virgin, 28. You're a virgin. She's like, well, that changed this summer. And I was like, okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. You got you some dick. That's what, virgin. Yeah, okay. you got to keep it moving. So <clears throat> he knew she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. They had sex. And I guess to me, from looking at the text messages while we were talking, I was like, you became clingy. And mm-hmm. if it's just sex and y'all know, like she but said, they understood. You... <sighs> she said that she had an understanding that they was just pretty much fuck buddies. Yeah. But like you said, somebody's going to get feelings or somebody's going to be wanting to be paid more attention to. And that's very, that's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? But it, it's very naive yeah. on his end because as a guy, you should know that when you have sex with the virgin that's it's... been, that's been holding out for 28 years, it ain't going to be just sex. Yeah. Like it's impossible I Because know. you are her first I heard like, about her A couple of years back Because like I say It's a friend of a friend mm-hmm. And she's attractive And I remember seeing I was like I remember asking my homegirl about it I was like Hey who was that She's like no you don't want that She's a virgin <laughs> As nasty as your ass is You'll do something And right, you'll and keep getting a phone call And I received that last night And I was like Oh man Yeah because when I have sex I'm, t- I'm, I'm we exploring everything from the root of the Oh, to absolutely. The, I mean, everything. Like, I feel like uh, I don't want to be all blading and stuff on the reality. What do you? What do you but- not do? <laughs> what? What? Do you, I, this is the thing about a lot of black women, and I could say this because I've dated. Mm-hmm. I've been with. I've dated quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't trying to drop numbers, but I've dated. Please don't. And I'll just <laughs> say, I, I'll just say this. We your triple. It, it's it's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, go to state warriors. Um, but I think it's crazy because it's like you got people who oh, I just got a brain fart. Mm-hmm. You fucked me when you did that. <laughs> Literally, you fucked me. I'm trying to think right now what the hell I was thinking about. What you was, was talking saying? about? <laughs> I you talking about you not gonna uh, talk about your numbers? Um, oh man! Shit, we both sitting here. <laughs> I, I had a brain fart. I just think, oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, I, why do you feel like black women aren't sexually inclined like other mm-hmm. races, like Hispanics or whites or whatever? And it's so funny to have but this conversation. I, I mean, it's funny to have this conversation because even though you, we, as a, at being black, we know that black people aren't as, uh, black women and men aren't as sexual as mm-hmm. other races. But if you read books, I was reading this book and it shows statistically that we have sex earlier mm-hmm. and more often. Right. So why are we ain't doing everything else? Well, that's because we're not confident in our skin. And that all comes from slavery mm-hmm. and how we like women were taken yeah. and basically used as like sex slaves, not necessarily yeah. like just regular slaves. Regular slaves now yeah. you're a sex slave. Yeah. So he's forcing Mostly black you. women too. Yeah, and he like he 
you don't want to feel as a woman, yeah. you don't want to feel forced to do anything. Yeah. And if you're not okay with who you are mm-hmm. and your own sexuality, then, and it's a lot of women that are uncomfortable with that. Own, it's yeah. a lot of women that are uncomfortable with saying, I know what I like versus I know what I don't like because yeah. they don't even get well, a chance to, to know explore like. themselves yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? It just tricks me up. Cause I'll see a woman that's <laughs> like a black woman. I'll see, I've seen, I've only been with one black woman. And maybe two in my mm-hmm. whole life that leave left me sexually satisfied. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm telling, like, willing to do anything. I'm wow. talking from blowjobs to swallowing to mm-hmm. ass licking, mm-hmm. whatever. With white women, it's like they're offering these things. With a black woman, it's like it takes a lot of work to get those things. Right. And sometimes too much work. Yeah, but well, I feel like it's some things that should be reserved for like don't exclusive. say marriage no okay. i'm not saying ex- i'm not saying marriage, but so, uh, i mean I, marriage, I, i'm thinking about marriage as well get, yeah because people ain't get married like they used to but i'm just saying some type of exclusive mm-hmm. like relationship yeah where, yeah i don't think you should just be and even, letting even people the, yeah, and you. even then it's certain things that i'm like like for me and my mind i'm yeah. like i ain't gonna do that till i get to to i know my husband is yeah. in it to win it basically yeah. like it ain't because when you when you date and when you're in a relationship yeah. you can break up with me the next day and be you can done. break up with me via text and i done gave you all, all of my goodies but and what's more intimate is 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 oral or i'm trying to not be so hard couldn't be like his dick sucking dick yeah no is oh, is gosh. fellatio more <laughs> is fellatio more intimate than actual sexual intercourse it can be okay Absolutely. The reason I ask is because it's like with, and I've heard this from white women, they'll, the white women will give you a blowjob before they open their legs. I was watching a TV show and mm-hmm. this girl was in college. It's called Shameless. Great show. You need to watch it on Netflix or Hulu, but it's called mm-hmm. Shameless. And it's this guy named Lip who just went to college mm-hmm. and he's fucking with this white chick. Mm-hmm. I, she may be Asian or mixed, but he was fucking with this white chick and he got ready to have sex with her and she was like oh I don't do vaginal sex she was like but you can have my mouth or my asshole I'm saving my vagina for marriage and I'm like what? I've heard that several and she was Caucasian? Yes Yeah. I've, I've heard, heard that from a lot of ones yes mm-hmm. and I'm like so you will I could get the ass which, and your which mouth which for me is like that's crazy it, like they all kind of coincide but if I'm doing any of that like we are so so on point we are so number one with each other. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? There's no question that. I would be scared if a woman offered else. me her asshole before her vagina. Oh my gosh, you need to be nervous. I'm not. I told you, I don't have to. And, that's like and all white girls, please, if, even if you're not in porn, stuff. get bleaching cream. Oh my gosh. Please bleach your asshole. You got to bleach it. I don't. Uh, As a white person. First of all, if you have to white bleach people, it, you're just doing too much. You gotta bleach that thing. The, the, it's no, it's no, oh, it's, 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 it's not, it's no sunlight. It's not getting. It's just brown, and you got white it's skin. Bleach okay. it. You can get it at the Asian store. Bleach your booty <laughs> I can't hole. Can't do it. It's just. Thank you, Anthony. I just I'm can't. just being honest with you. I mean, I'm the kind of man <laughs> that it just. Honest, I just needed to be. Even if it's clean, I needed to look clean. Bleach your booty hole, white people. Uh, white women. I ain't fucking with no white dudes. So, <laughs> if you're a white woman and you start talking <laughs> to Anthony you. Ray Roberts. Bleach your booty hole. Because if we talking longer than a month, I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting in with, oh, where I fit in. Lord I'm in there like booty hair. What's your duty there? <laughs> we go get it. How do we go we from go talking get... about scripture to talking about bleaching? This podcast encompasses holes. everything. You know the number one thing? Oh you, you know the number one thing that people love when they talk to me about this podcast? They be like, when y'all start, y'all may be talking about politics. And by the end, you're going to be talking about what we're talking about right now. 
And I love to not talk about what's going on in hot news right now because you're getting one million opinions on it anyway. Right. As opposed to addressing things that people actually go through every day. You know how many people, I had a girl email me to go back to me talking about my schoolwork mm -hmm. and barely, well, not barely getting out because I have a good grade, but this semester with right. this class. Right. So a girl emailed me this morning. She's like, I had a 58 in the class. I said, shit. And she's what like, what doing? can yeah, what can what can I do? I said, well, you really need to try to get an A on this last test. And she's, she's like, she's in the same class as you. Yes, and she's like, oh, I miss quiz too. And I was like, well, you need to hit email you need to, her. You need to AA triple A plus. Hell yeah, and see if you could get in. Because I was like, you probably only gonna be able to get out of here 58? with a D. Fifty eight. But the oh, good thing about did. it is, it's a one time class. So even if you get a D, a D, even at a lot of state universities, we'll it's pass, passing. Yeah. You know, it's like now it ain't gonna pass in no Columbia, no mm -hmm. Princeton, and no Harvard. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying. But I, I just told her. But I was advised even too by my advisor before it started that. It's a it's a tricky class. Yeah. But I was like, hey, I'm trying to get out of here. You gotta mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. no. Okay. I mean, I mean yeah, like um, 10 minutes. yeah, in like ten minutes. But yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, I just try to be honest with people because that's what people need. Is so many people yes. lying to themselves, and then you listen to social media, and people are lying on social media. Then you listen to the news, and the news is lying. And then, not to be funny, you're talking to your friends about things that you're going through in your they life, lie. and then they're lying. So it's like, where are you gonna get some real shit? Right in this motherfucker. <laughs> the reality I'm is, gonna tell is where you your gonna ass. get all the realness. Shit. And live chat radio as well. Which oh is, yeah. Which is <laughs> when where, where could y'all on iTunes, right? We're on iTunes. Yeah, we're on everything. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Where can they listen to the show because you do your show today, you right? You go to uh, no, we record on Sundays. Sundays, and okay. We, we um we make them live on Thursdays, so okay. You can go to lifechatlive.com. I think I'm about to. I think I'm gonna switch my release dates on uh, next year. Yeah. Because I ain't been sticking to Wednesday. Wednesday's Speaking of hard. Like, are man. you ready for 2017, dude? Like I've been ready. You are. The reason I've been ready is because I really don't create. You know, people. Oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I don't have one. No, I'm not doing New Year's My, new, my new Year's resolution every year is to focus more on myself to be yeah. better and hopefully attract people around me who have that same mindset. Yeah, I'm not doing New Year's resolutions, but what I am doing this year, it, 2016 mm -hmm. is the 61 day challenge, right? So yeah, well, you're, wait, you're on 33 now, right? We're on 30, let's see. Because it was 31 a we're couple on days 30 ago. 34. Two, 32. Actually, oh shit! I'm jumping. Yeah. So I just looked yesterday. Um, I ain't been yeah, getting no sleep. Was, so let's see. Was was it thirty days? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, so yeah. we're December second, so thirty two. Yeah. yeah, we're on day thirty two, and it's basically sixty one days of creating new habits. Okay. And so, um, and I wanted to do that before we got to January. Yeah. Because you need a jump start on what you want to do, doing? right? A lot of and so, wait. according to uh, studies, mm -hmm. it says that it takes you between sixty one and sixty six days to create. When I and when I say create a new habit, meaning that it's a part of your lifestyle. You create a lifestyle of these habits so okay. we focus on five different categories their health um, they are personal growth and development okay. they are personal relationships finances and business right and mm -hmm. so out of those five categories we're just asking people to pick one mm -hmm. and mine my one that I'm doing consistently every day is health right so yeah. making sure that I have some type of physical activity, activity. between 20 to 30 minutes every yeah. single day and so I've been like, even when I went to uh, Arizona, I had to do car exercise. Like I had to figure it yeah. out. Like well, you let me got just... some day coming up them stairs. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, my, my, actually, yeah, my you know, place is not easy to get to. It's so nice. It's on the third floor. <laughs> um, and so even today, yeah. like normally I would be like taking my asthma pump, but I was okay was because, because you've already like, implemented yeah, that change. Yeah. Now one thing I really want to change you probably gonna take it as a joke, but I'm dead serious. Okay. I want to work on not masturbating. Okay, that's like not, seriously. 
Okay. People think I'm bullshitting. Why do you Why do you want to not masturbate? Because when you, I mean, I'm, you got different types of masturbators. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just stick with two. You got one who just imagine things and they get off, mm-hmm. and then you got somebody that watches it and get off. Mm-hmm. I watch and get off. You watch and get off. So when I'm watching things, I'm watching something that actually is unrealistic. It's I watched, very unrealistic. I watched a video the other day and it was talking about it was like ask porn star is your favorite question, whatever question you want to ask mm-hmm. him, and most of them don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They have fun. But you don't enjoy a man dingo running, running a 13-inch, oh 4-inch thick dick up your tiny 120-pound mm. white girl asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you get an extra 10K if you do it. So, hey. So, my thing and is. And they're always like the smallest, littlest the smallest, people. But the reason they do that, it's, it's, a, it's a format to that, too. It's very few women. When you see BBWs, or which is, you know, big, beautiful big women, women, big black women, big, beautiful women, whichever one. When you see things like that, you more, normally see it in amateur porn because mm-hmm. people are, you know, it's real people. Right. When you do porn, you normally see a guy who's bigger, whether it's penis or in stature, mm-hmm. and then it's a little white girl. Mm-hmm. The reason being is because a lot of porn people, especially white dudes, have a fetish for a woman who looks like a child or has childlike features. Oh, gosh. Then That's you have, I, uh, I don't like those kind, yeah, but then you have, but then you also have other women that may be like petite, like my girl. But they got breasts and they've got butt implants. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing all these things. But the reason they're smaller, it makes the man look bigger. It makes the penis look bigger. Mm-hmm. If you 5'2", your hand's going to be super small. So any dick, you could put a jumbo pencil in your hand. It's going to look bigger than what it would look in my hand. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's a science to these things. Jumbo I'm just saying. So I was listening to them and they were talking about and they, One girl was like, well, when I go home to my boyfriend, he has eight inches. She's like, I love his penis. She was like, I don't. I only do this because I get paid. Mm-hmm. And when I started hearing these stories, I was like, I'm literally fantasizing about something that's unrealistic. And the thing about it, as a man, so we are sexual creatures. Yeah. So sometimes you're going to expect those things from people that you're interacting with in everyday life, and that's not real. Yeah. You, I mean, in real life, you, if you get a blowjob on the couch or in your car, you're lucky. Right. Because you ain't. I even feel like I would and be that's disrespecting from, like, my girl. Your chick. That's what I'm saying. A wife. A wife. Basically. Yeah. Now you do have some random girls out there that just will get yeah, down for the cause. Yeah, nasty ones Because I've had them a couple ones of, that need bleach. They fun though. No, yeah, they nasty though. But they are nasty. I had one girl. I, was, I, I gotta tell the story. <laughs> it was an older chick, nasty. and she was giving me head so much to like on the porn. She's gagging herself, and it's saliva all over the couch. And I had a leather couch at this oh, time. God. And I was like, Jesus oh, Christ! You gotta clean up. Don't be calling. Don't be calling your shoe a name about this. I'm just saying. But it's one we of those things. Clean up afterwards. Yeah, it's, it's too much. But one thing I look at too, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, I feel like I can't even disrespect a woman, whether it's a, a, a my girl or if it's just a random chick I'm fucking. Yeah. The way that they do women in porn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way they hold their it's heads and like just it's just disrespectful to yeah. women. I ain't nothing in no woman's hair. Now, and if she asks, I'll, con- I'll, I'll consider it. But but, but the thing you know, about it is that when you're in that position as a woman, you, there's some other underlying issues. If you allowing like, that shit to happen as a guy you don't even want to deal with because yeah. those are like the crazies those are the ones that's gonna end up slashing your tires busting out your windows yeah. stalking you like not wanting to let you go like all of that type of and stuff and you, you don't want to wa- i don't much. think you want a woman that's emotionally attached you i had a homegirl and she was like i wish i could be like a dude and do do how dudes do and move how i, do. I said no you don't Mm-mm. why would you want to be like that 
I, I think that women envy the way that men, because I've done this before yeah. and I felt like this before. Where I'm like, man, I really envy the way men disconnect. Yeah. Like, you guys can slice and it's, be like, I'm done. It's like jerking the cord out the oh wall. Oh my gosh. It's fuck. like pulling all, all power from it. And it's like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm over it. And then y'all can go about yeah. your day and yeah. nothing feels like you're not phased at all. Yeah. But women, we carry it for so, so long, long, it yeah. like takes us forever to get over stuff. But do you think it's dangerous? And this is another conversation I've had with somebody recently. I think it's dangerous to put too many people on your plate at one time. It's yeah, as, as a woman, as far as dating? yeah, and as a yeah, woman, I don't think emotionally, that you be, be be intimate with more than one person at a time. Actually, yeah. like it's just it's dangerous and it's too it's time consuming. Like you don't have you you're not gonna it's be able to do it. you're not gonna be able to juggle it. Well, I stopped dating multiple women at a time when I was twenty six or seven. Mm -hmm. It's too financially expensive. <laughs> And you're that not gonna. You got If you got three gifts. girls, you got three. I ain't buying no Christmas now. That's that's dinner. You don't yes. do Christmas gifts. Not for random chicks. Oh, random chicks. Okay. But gotcha. dinner, yes. But it mm -hmm. ends up being expensive because like you may have you may get lucky and get a girl who like oh I want to go to Chili's and you only pay like twenty five dollars. Mm -hmm. Then you may get a girl that may be like oh I want to go to Ocean Prime. Then you may spend one eighty. Then you Ocean may get Prime a girl. Is, Hell that's, yeah, that's girlfriend. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm girlfriend, saying. Wife right and then there, you dude. got like a steakhouse where you may like pay like sixty dollars or whatever the case may be. But at that point, especially if you don't get none, you end up spending almost three hundred fifty dollars and you ain't getting none. It's too expensive. Don't have time for that. So before we get out, get out out of here, man, we'll be back um, on next week. Esther, thank you again for coming out. Where You're can they welcome. find you at on social media and um, tell them everything they can find you on on live okay, chat. So uh, social media on Facebook is Esther Calloway or E Calloway Management, which is my company, and on uh, Instagram is Be What's Next, and on Twitter it's Be What's Next, and then of course our podcast, which is a live chat radio, is definitely like the A version mm -hmm. of the <laughs> of the reality is it's it's like the A side. But you need we, it though. Yeah, it's very family. Yeah, oriented it's good. so you can you can actually listen to it in the car with your kids <laughs> oh <laughs> you can, can listen to it in the car with your kids too with mine but you're gonna have mm -hmm. a lot to you're your gonna have a lot to explaining on. to do lucy <laughs> put your headphones on <laughs> um but we're on uh livechatlive.com mm -hmm. um we're on all social media platforms live chat radio and you can sign, find us on soundcloud live chat radio and I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget something. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you guys, you can follow us on the reality. Actually, keep up with everything that's going on on therealityis.com. Yeah. I need to start getting back on that. I haven't been on there. Uh, one thing I want people to do is actually really start leaving us emails and audio messages yeah. about what you think about the show, what you think about me. I In 2017, I hope I get more negative feedback than positive. Mm, why? Because why is that? It lets me know I need to grow. Okay. I keep, when I keep hearing you doing a great job, you're doing, no, I want to hear you're wrong. This was this. I don't care. Mm -hmm. When it's too but why many do you people, feel like you have to hear negative in order to grow. I, I'm growing anyway, right? But I feel like it's unrealistic to for everybody to be on your side, right? But if they're listeners and fans of yours, they're going to be on your side because they're fans. But they can still say, "Hey, I didn't agree with that," or right. "You could have right. did this better." That. And the thing about it is, when you add, you when you, I need feedback, yeah, real like positive criticism. Yes, I need that mm -hmm. constructive criticism. But yeah, uh, be sure to send us your uh, emails and audio messages at info at therealityis.com. That's T H A info at therealityis. You can follow me on Instagram uh, directly, personal, at Sir Robert Poe on Facebook at Anthony Roberts. And the reality is we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Definitely join Anchor. If you have not gotten on Anchor yet, yes, I've get been on Anchor. On, I'm on Anchor, but I you haven't are? been engaged. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like, hard to stay engaged because yeah. it's not just Twitter where you like boom, 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 drop. Right. You got to literally have some content, drop yeah. it off, and hope and you that people listen. Interact. You do. You definitely you got to listen to other people's shit. On, on other uh, social media, like you yeah. just post. But that's the loss, though. You know I what know. I'm saying? That's yeah, that. That's the lost art. That's why yeah. we can't converse and talk because we don't listen. Yeah. We want to say something. But we don't listen, yeah. And that's why so many people get on anchor and they off in a little bit. I was in, listening in a short to uh, a podcast like, listen, podcast is my life. Um, but I was listening to a podcast, Music Business, yeah. today, and he was talking about social media is a two way street, right? It is. So you listen and you engage, and you got to engage. Same time. And I'm poor on that. I'm poor mm-hmm. on that because right now I'm currently uh, pretty much controlling everything. In the new year, we are looking for content creators. We are looking for board operators. We are looking for producers. We nice. are looking. Are you looking for interns? Basically, that's what I've been saying. Pretty yeah. much an intern, and mm-hmm. I'm working right now with UTA. And I also, before I go, I got to give a shout out to Julian Rodriguez. He um, was using a featured video and my podcast to teach his electronic news uh, class this semester at UTA, and he tagged me in it, and I am grateful. Nice. That he is doing I saw that. that. Yeah, I'm I grateful saw that. For that. That was really cool. My mom called me. Talking, Jesus is doing it. No, mama. <laughs> I did this. I, you know what? I Shit. need to stop taking so much credit, though. I mean, come on now. God is good. God, he just sees what you. No, mama. Julian saw what I was doing. I did it. Why are you not trying to give Jesus credit? I give or Jesus you credit. credit. When I wake up in the morning, I say, Lord, thank you for another day. When I go to bed at night, I pray to him for good things the next day. Right. When I when certain things happen, I'm like, Lord, I love you. Thank you. When I almost get in the wreck, I say, What's God certain bless things? you. What certain things? When I miss that curb or somebody's okay. about to hit me, I'm like, Woo, Lord, Ooh, Lord I, I been thank out of there. you. Grace or, and mercy. And not, and not to be funny, even dating my girl, I could have a worse girl. Lord, thank you for sending me somebody that's good in right. my life at this point in time. Right. Thank you for putting the friends around me, my mom, my brother. How much I'm credit I'm supposed to get his name. Lord, thank you for my penis thank you for this thank you for that yes you are because he created it well should I damn him because I can't sing I mean, no, that's not your gift. That's not your talent. He didn't I give you that. I want to criticize Jesus. <laughs> that's what I'm going to put. That's what I'm going to name this podcast. I want to criticize Jesus. Nobody. Stop criticizing Jesus. When I he talk didn't to, do nothing to man, you. Man, when I talk to my mama and I he question God, you. my mama be like, whoa, Jesus. No, I think, I think that questioning. You got to question I think that questioning is good because it forces you to find answers to your questions. The Bible just say don't blaspheme. Yeah, absolutely. Don't use his name in vain. He doesn't say anything about questioning. And, no. and the, 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 the reality is, mm-hmm. is that every question that you have, there is an answer. Before we go, what if Jesus walked in his door right now? If a nigga walked in here with a white robe with holes in his hands, literally I, you know would run in blood. You know what blood, I would tell him to do? What? Pray for me, Lord. Fuck that. I'm going to say, need... I'm reaching in this drawer. And I'm going to say, nigga, if you don't get the fuck up out of here. I ain't. Not if I, not if I know him as Yeshua. I'm going to be like, I need you to lay your hands on me right now. Because the type of morning that I had, I need all the prayer. And that nigga better have an aura and a white light around him for I me to do that. I need him to have a, a halo. And he, first of all, what if he, he come better here with not thorns? be white. If he white, he ain't Yeshua. If that nigga, if that nigga ain't white. It better not be no black Jesus. I've been programmed. It gotta be. I've been programmed by these church like, fans that that nigga's white. It ain't, it ain't. He is not. First of all, I don't think. Let me, let me just go ahead and say this. That's the reality wool. is he is not white. Okay. He is not black, mm-hmm. but he is definitely ethnic. Yes, he is. That is number one because he he was born and raised in Israel, so he is dark skin. Ain't no skin, white niggas out there. Ain't no white niggas out there, and ain't no black folk like African Americans. No. He is. Uh, from the Israel <laughs> tribe. But you know how ignorant I am, and I'm okay to say this. I didn't know Egypt was in Africa. Oh. I mean, I discovered mm-hmm. it like two years ago. Right, right. But when I, upon discovery of it, I was like, why they don't ever talk about this shit? Right, because they don't. Well, because they don't that's talk about powerful it because in itself. They don't want the reason why they they taught us Christianity the way that they did is because they determined that in order to like keep us submissive, yeah. take away our. 
um, our royalty, yeah. basically. You know what I'm saying? They Man, you just that. made me want to lead it to a whole other podcast. We're about to get ready to go, but <laughs> it's so funny because white people really believe that Jesus is white. That Jesus is white. Yeah. And that it's such a deception. Yeah, and they and they feel like we are complaining when we say, "Why don't y'all tell our true history?" Yeah. It's kind of like, "Why don't y'all get over it?" It's, it's been not a while. even necessarily why don't you tell our true history. Mm-hmm. It's why don't you tell the true history? The true, true, because true, true. you are a part of that history. So when they talk about the ch- children of Israel, mm-hmm. they talk about themselves as being the inhabitants of Israel, yeah. but they're not talking about them. They're talking about us. Yeah. We are the chosen people. Yeah. So when when the Bible says that um, you should. Oh gosh, what's the scripture? Um, uh, humble, humble yourselves. Um, uh, oh gosh, I can't even. Don't ask me because I ain't read the Bible in years. Right now, yeah, it's so sad. But God forgives you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) But it talks about humbling yourselves and like like if my people, if my people, what you call them, my my name, humble themselves and pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Then what I then what I hear from heaven and heal the land. When he says, if my people, he's talking about. Us, Us yeah. Anthony. He's not talking about the Caucasian. Because they weren't there. I mean, the, those that are that are. You want to speak at a high overview? Life. Yes, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That are ex- accepted into the body. He's yeah. talking about them, but those that are set, st- standing outside the body, that's saying that I don't really believe in that. Mm. They're not talking about them. Yeah. He's talking about us yeah. specifically because we are his people. Yeah. Man, we just started a whole nother one. I know. We're gonna have to come back to it. Our well, origin. Yeah, that man. Needs to be a whole it's other so deep. So, uh, what I want to do is I want to find people. Next Christmas, and I'm going to try this. I want to find an Asian man, uh, a black man, and a Hispanic. Yeah. And I want to dress them up in Santa Claus suits. Uh-huh. And I want to take them somewhere. Yeah, I, I need to see. I'm so sick of seeing white Santas. Make Get somebody who's well, over these need to create all, that. First of all, we need to stop the, the, like pushing this deceptive lie yeah. that Santa Claus is real. I'm going like, to tell kids it ain't real. I just want them to see something different to let them know like, you, it's not like that. La- was it last year or year before last? That was the first time Santa you told them? Yeah, the first time. Because I was a part of the fold that's like, mm-hmm. oh, Santa Claus is. But, but what I did tell her, I did not, I didn't just tell her that Santa <sighs> Claus wasn't real, but I told her where it came from. Mm. So I told her the story about St. Nick. I told him that mm. it's, that told her that it's a real human being. My mama like, never even let me get that far. Yeah, I want, I mean, I want her to understand to have where some kind it comes of innocence from. Even and, yeah. like the, the, um, the, what is it called? The tooth fairy yeah. like stop it white. i'm the one that's putting i mean i i allowed you to get to a certain age so that you to can enjoy understand it, yeah. and enjoy it yeah because don't I take a childhood away yeah. yeah i don't want to take your childhood yeah. away i don't want to be like bust your bubble at one like ain't no santa claus on well, I'm the one. i got a home girl she's white and she said that this year and i need to get into this business she said she bought her kids they got a letter from the north pole mm-hmm. and it's 75 dollars per letter she got five kids 75 dollars per letter for all of them to individually get and she's she's white she's a good mm-hmm. friend of mine and she said that she bought letters from Santa Claus and they sent the letters and mm-hmm. then when they opened the letters they get a call from Santa Claus the week of Christmas so some white man would be like ho 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 hey ho, 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 ho. hey little Toby hey you're, Sarah your mom said you've been a good boy this year what do you want for Christmas and that nigga probably smoking a cigarette and then he get out the phone probably like this motherfucker give me this 150 I mean but 150 for the phone call money. 75 for easy the for money. the uh, for the it's letter 150 for the, for the phone call and 75 per letter with a business. signature that's what I said I'm I said business. I'm investing in that shit yeah Maybe I here I come. Ho, ho, 
If y'all could see her mouth Merry right now. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year to you and your family. You know what it made me think about? Did you ever see uh, uh, Friday After Next where it was the Christmas yeah. part? And the and, uh, old lady was on the corner and was like, and let heaven and nature see. And Mike Epps came up you. and that nigga said, heaven and nature, fuck all of that heaven and nature shit. Y'all hoes got to get out the <laughs> Fuck all that heaven and yeah. That's what that's what I bring about. Alright, we gotta get out of here, man. I know you gotta go. <laughs> hey man, always remember inhale courage to exhale success, and we'll check y'all next week. Bye y'all. Mm. I don't know when I'm gonna be back, but I'll be heaven back soon. Nature, see, yeah. <laughs> get your fucking heaven and fuck all that shit. I think that she I got that shit that make niggas won't fight. I got that shit that make bitches act right. Make bitches act out of spite. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.